Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. All right. How's everyone doing? Blessed, Pastor. How are yes. you? Now, some of you all that look at me on live stream, y'all need to get in church. I'm missing a whole bunch of folks that's usually in here. Don't get lazy. We need to see you. You know, I call counselor, counselor. Deborah, y'all know Deborah's counselor. But I'm switching today, and I'm going to call her Mama Deborah. Because she's acting like she's our mama over here. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, see, I know what she's doing, see. So I'm going to start calling her Mama Deborah. Because she's over here acting like she's mama. You know what I'm saying? And some of, some of you older ones will understand what I'm saying. Then back in the day, you see, stay with me, you know, mama's rule. You know, and, and I remember uh, back in the day when, you know, uh, mamas would tell us how to, we didn't have showers, we had tubs, some of us, and then they had bathtubs, we had tubs. And when you were uh, in the bathtub, some of y'all remember, mama would tell you to get the dirt out of the places. Come on that you wouldn't get the dirt out of. You know, you need to get behind your ears, boy. Make sure you clean your ears out. And then they'll tell you to wash your private places. Make sure you clean. Y'all grown folk up here. Make sure you clean. My mom said, make sure you wash your behind right, boy. Remember, they tell you, you ain't gonna be laughing when I get through, though. But it was, she would tell you to clean up the dirt from what? The hidden places. That's right, that's right. Amen? Man. And so, uh, you know, and I never did understand this. Maybe some of you don't understand. How does dirt get behind your ears? Right. You see? And so when you were in the tub, you had to really, Sister Cozy, take a good bath because you weren't doing that every day. So when you got in there, you had to really clean up. You see? There was no such thing what they do now. And some people do it in their life. They take a quick shower. Oh. They take a quick shower, right? Teach. And when you take a quick shower, you know, you miss some stuff. Teach. You understand? Right? I remember even though I'm talking about how we sometimes don't clean stuff up. You remember, I don't know if they do it anymore because I'm not a club guy anymore, but do they still have what they call happy hour? All right, and then that usually would start at 5 o'clock, right? And so you wouldn't have time to go take... Because yeah, you're leaving work. Right. And so some folks would carry some perfume or something, wash face, going in, zip, 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 zip. You know, because we were really hiding the body odor. Are you with me? And, you know, I remember back then, you know, I always liked Bill Blast. You old you, folks maybe know who Bill Blast was. That was some good cologne. Bill Blast was, I mean, it was good. And it was strong, because you, you leave work, you need something strong to cover up. Mm -hmm. And so we would do that, right? Some of y'all women know what I'm talking about. I'm going to go freshen up. Some people do it every day life. They just go freshen up. But that won't last. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, and I'm a cologne guy, right? 
uh, and, I, and I'd buy that, still does buy that expensive cologne, but you know, for two years, I didn't use it. Ask me why. Y'all had a mask on. So anyway, <laughs> so, so nobody, right. come on here. That's right. Everybody had a mask on, so they ain't smelling you, right? Because, you know, I used to take pride in when people say, you smell good. You see, and you know, the cologne smelled good, but what was you covering up? Right. What was you covering up? So, so counselor calls it, she tries to make, you know, calls it self-care. Teach. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And so it's a very difficult thing sometimes. Now, I'm going to talk about your life. It's very difficult for us sometimes. It starts with you. Sometimes you have to take inventory of your life and find out, and I'm going to read a commentary in a minute. Uh, step four is one of the most powerful steps in the uh, 12 steps. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. So you need to make, I'm telling you, you could sometimes in your personal life, this is individual message today, we need to make a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Because when you do that, that's called self-care. You got to start with you. Teach. You understand what I'm saying? And, and the life commentary says, when a real person inside us comes out from hiding, we will have to deal with some dirt. When that real person comes out from hiding, we're going to have to deal with some dirt. It, it, that's just life, folks. That's right. Every one of us, everybody up in here, you know what I'm talking about. If you want to get real, you're going to have to deal with some dirt. Making this inventory a good way to wash inside some of the, that washing that involves bathing your life with tears. And sometimes, and that's why a lot of folks don't want, you got to do the hard stuff. Right. Everybody wants to do the easy stuff, but you got to do the hard stuff. And when you do the hard stuff in your personal life and you take inventory of your life, you're going to cry a little bit. Right. And it may be some stuff that other people done from you. You say, oh, yeah, it's the hard, because the hard stuff sometimes is to bathe yourself with forgiveness and forgiving others. That's hard to do. It's very hard to do that. This, there's a lot of you sitting in here now. You probably haven't taken a good bath. Mm. You, you've been taking them showers. I'll tell you what to do if you think I'm wrong. Take a shower and then fill the bathtub up and get in there and soak in the tub. You'll see a ring around the tub. Amen. Isn't that right? Teach. You see, because that shower ain't getting rid of the hard stuff. That's right. Sometimes you got to bathe in forgiveness. Forgiving others and forgiving yourself. That's right. That's right. And it'll bring you to tears. So sometimes you have to bathe yourself with tears. The worst thing to tell somebody is, don't cry, baby. No, cry. Yeah. That's right. Cry. And I tell you all that God gave you tears for two things, grief and rejoicing. Right. Sometimes you need tears to grieve, to bathe away that pain. You understand? And then after you get good and clean, you can rejoice. Amen. Some people sitting in the church for years, different denominations and different religions, folks are scared to get really down to the real uh, you got you to work on yourself first. You see, we got people sitting up in churches that are still holding on to some dirt. They still got some dirt. Yes, it's hard to, let, to forgive that person that molested you. It's hard to forgive that person that abused you. It's hard to do those things. It's hard to get over that person that left you. I'm talking about went into the kingdom of God. But it's life. And you can hold that people. There are people who live and die 
with pain because they're afraid to do self-care, because they're afraid to take inventory. And the reason we don't like to take inventory of ourselves is because we could be the problem. You see? And so what, what I'm going to read that again. I forgot where I stopped, so go ahead and give me the rest of the commentary. So we stopped with bathing our life with tears. Sometimes you got to bathe your life with tears because you're hurting inside. You see, you're sitting in church and you're hurting inside. Yes. And, you, and, and some folks don't want to tell people that they hurt. What will they think of me? Mm -hmm. It's okay to cry. That's right. It's okay to cry. Okay? It says, is it only by uncovering the hidden parts of ourself that we are able to change the outer person? You, gotta, you can't change that outer person because the pains and the dirt's on the inside. Remember that song, some of y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, laughing on the outside and crying on the inside. Are you with me? Because the pain, you know, uh, and we do it in church. How are you doing? Oh, God's good. Good morning. How are you feeling? I don't feel good today. I hope Pastor and the praise team can lift me and lift my spirit. Feel my spirit. You understand what I'm saying? There's too much dirt that we're carrying in our lives. You see, this is why we have all this prejudice that's going on around here. Everybody's mad at somebody. A friend of mine told me once, you know, I'm, I don't like black people, and when somebody says, I hope this will hurt your feelings, then you already know they're getting ready to try to. That's right. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, when I was once, a black guy beat me up. And I said, how many fights you been? A lot. You went all you, who against? Whites, they beat you up? You gonna lose the whole race? Once somebody done something to you, you wanna hate the whole group of folks. That's right. I don't go to church anymore because something happened to me in church. We hear that a lot. All right, go to another church. You understand it? Yes. Clean the dirt up. Sometimes you have to get on your knees and say, Lord, there's a scripture that says, Lord, search my heart. Yes. If there's anything in me that's not like you, move it. Right. You see? Lord, Lord, help me to have the courage to take inventory of my life. That's what she's talking about. Self-care. Self-care. If you don't care for self, you sure can't help nobody else. You see? And you can die die with the dirt that happened to you unless you bathe yourself with whatever the situation and the circumstance is and sometimes is speaking out. That's right. That's right. I hurt today. I'm just speaking. I don't hurt today. I hurt today because, and then the Bible will teach us and we'll get in here and get some message. Sometimes you have to confess and sometimes you're sitting in church and you're the one that put the dirt on somebody. That's right. And you have to be delivered from that. That's right. You see, it amazes me that people, we got so many different, listen to me, never forget this. Religion is man's way to reach God. God's way for man to reach him is faith. That's right. You see, do you understand? There's more people being hurt by religion than folk that didn't claim religion. But if you have faith in God, you'll do the right thing. That's right. You do the right thing. It is my faith in God 
that causes me to be able to live this. You see? Yeah, one of these days, you all know it's coming. I, I tell my guys, and they laugh at me and say, I may not be here to see it, but one of these days, we're called Christ Temple North. Somebody's going to drive down that road, and it offends them, and they're going to say, you can't put Christ out there no more. They've taken it every place else. And some of these modern churches don't even put Christ or God out there. They put something else. They're getting ahead of the game because one somebody. You see? Now, I'm going to say this. Stay with me. A certain, a low percentage of people can believe something and they want to baptize the rest of us with their ideals. Are you with me? But not here in Christ Temple North because it's an individual thing. The Bible says it's a personal relationship with God. I want a personal relationship with God. Before I can get a personal relationship with God, I have to ask God to forgive me of all my sins and take him as my personal Lord and Savior. Right? Somebody was saying that, uh, I don't know if you all read the paper. I read the newspaper. I'm, I'm old. You read the newspaper and coffee. Right? And I looked at uh, this person. Uh, there was a pastor on the front page, and they were talking about racism north of the river. Okay? And he just got here. <laughs> like, that's new. When we started the church over on uh, Clinkholm, wasn't it? Topping. Topping, yeah, so good. And I didn't forget what it was. When we went to that church, and hear me, when we went to that church building and they saw a lot of black folks going because we were more predominantly black then, the neighborhood got together, and some of you have heard the story, got together and called the representative of that neighborhood. And because this black church was moving in. Did they say that? Because this in church was moving in. Don't act like this and do Folks get in church and just get sanctified. All right. Come on, all right. listen to me. This is a true story. And they said that this pastor was married to a white woman. So that really upset him. Because that's been over 20 years ago. Is that about right? 20-some. And that was Tony D. He would get there first. And, you know. and so she let them go on and on and on about this in church. And that guy, when they got through, she says, his name is Johnny Fields. He's my son's godfather. Guess what happened? We buried the people that started it in that church. That ain't nothing new. It exists today. And when I'm gone, it'll still exist. That's right. But it shouldn't exist with Christians. That's right. It shouldn't exist Amen. with Christians. But I'm going to take up for this. There's one thing I'm proud of. First of all, being African-American, black. Because, see, I was, I've been more than y'all have all been, okay? I've been colored, That's right. Negro, black, person of color. So I don't know what I'm going to be next. <laughs> Yeah, because some of y'all ain't never been colored in here. Some of y'all ain't been Negroes in here, all right? And white folks, y'all been young. They've had you all, too. Y'all have had some names, but we ain't going to use them in here because your skin's a little thin. But uh, we're we used to this here. This is nothing new. We're going to have to, yeah, that's right. Come on here. Come on here. That's right. We're going to have to clean up some dirt that's in our life and not let us stay dirty because we cannot represent God. 
We cannot represent him. And it is the God in us that changes us, yeah. not the laws. That's right. Not the laws. It won't happen. But you stand firm, no matter what you are, gay, straight, whatever. You know, I always say people are gay, they're straight, um, all kinds of stuff they got going on now. You see what I'm saying? Sexual, homosexual, they used to call them, you know? And I say, just don't forget the anything sexual. Right. Just don't forget them, just, just right. And we want to categorize people in, in, in things you visit this probably, I ain't never heard nobody talk like that, because you ain't never heard nobody tell you the truth. We, got, we want to categorize people. Who gave you the authority? Come on. Come on. You don't know who's good. You see? And everybody ain't. Y'all want to tell the truth? Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. Not yet. Some of them, you married some of them. Amen. The worst pain I ever got was people close to me. Right. Oh, y'all with me? And so we got to take inventory of ourselves. When you take, free this guy. Free this guy. And a person is free can make stands. When you free and you desire to free freedom, you can stand. Let me tell y'all something. Let me come down here. Let me tell you something. I want everybody to hear what I'm saying because this is a teaching lesson and God got you here because he wanted to be here. People want you ignorant. Ask me why. An ignorant poor person doesn't have any choices. That's right. That's right. An ignorant person doesn't have any choices. The Bible said, I would not have you ignorant, my brethren, over Satan's devices. That's why we come in here to learn. That's right. Always remember that. An ignorant person has no choices. But a person that knows who he or she is in Christ, you got choices. You got choices. You see? You got choices. Who, we love everybody, we gotta do that thing, but we don't have to, we don't have to go hand in hand. Come on. Are you with me? And so, so, uh, am, am I, did, oh, back to commentary? I yeah. got excited about that, didn't I? We're gonna read that last one again. The last one again, all right, here we go. It is only by uncovering the hidden parts of ourself that we will be able to change the outer person, including our addictive, compulsive behaviors. Our hate and anger, I'm adding to it. You see, we gotta clean this inside up, folks. Don't be sitting up in church for years and years and years and still holding on to things that happened right. to you by, it could be uncles and cousins and, and folks because everything ain't prejudice. Some of that stuff's happened in these households, right? right? But we got to be able to make a stand. You see? How many of you know who Michael Jordan is? Amen. Some say the greatest basketball player that ever played. He was cut his sophomore year from high school. You see, you know what that, that was crazy about that coach. Because all the money Mike got, if he'd have been Michael's friend, let him, he probably would have bought him a new car. <laughs> Gave him some money. Now he gets, listen to me, but he could have stopped there, couldn't he? But he didn't let somebody that said he wasn't good enough to stop him from being the great Michael Jordan. That's right. Look in my mouth, everybody in here. You're Christian, that's good. You're saved, that's good. You're filled with the Holy Spirit, yes then God has planted seeds of greatness in you. That's right. Period. You see? And don't let nobody, nobody steal that seed of greatness out of you. You're created with seeds of greatness. That's right. All right? And you need to walk like it. And once you get that and you know that, you can't be intimidated by what somebody else says about you. You understand what he's saying? You see, and then you can have fun like your pastor has fun. I was picking on 
Sister Kim, because she wore a jacket in here for rehearsal. And it's a black jacket. She's got it in the back there, right? And it had some red on. I said, I got some shoes matched there. I must wear them tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a pastor that likes to have fun. That's right. I'm not gonna let anybody put limitations on me. You see? How big are you? A million times bigger on the outside. That's right. Never forget that. Never forget that. In the book of Lamentations, let us take a good look at the way we're living. Let us take a good look at the way we're living. God put the greatest seed in us. And you see there? How are you living? Come on. What's keeping you from living great? Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody says who you are? Who, who you, who's in your ear? Come on. When you walk out of here today, walk crazy Monday, walk into your job and look for, what's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. Matter of fact, because of you, I went to church and I found out everything was right about me. And you need to go follow me someplace. Because you ain't this greatness I got in me, you can't reach me. All right, here we go. Okay. And then it says, to reorder our lives under God. We're going to reorder our lives under God. When you reorder your life under God, you become great. Yes. You know what Christian means? Christ-like. That's right. Wasn't nothing weak about Christ? Nothing weak about you. You got the Holy Spirit? The last time I read in there, when God created the heavens and earth, they said, and he spoke in what moves? The spirit moves. That's right. You want to hear something? The same spirit that done that, the same spirit in you. That's right. That's right. Things ought to move out of your way because of your child of God. Amen. But guess what? Some of you don't want to take that bath. So Quit taking a quick shower. Get that dirt off you. Come on. People done put dirt on you. You lost your mind. People putting dirt on you and you live with that dirt somebody put on you. No more. Say it. No more. No more. You see? You got it? Let's go with it. I'm going to repeat myself a lot here, but it's okay. Say, right. say sorry, Pastor. Help me clean me up. The word of God will clean you up. Here we go. That's right. We're going to read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 from the Amplified, the Message, the NIV, and the Passion Translation. 16 says, all scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instruction. The Bible, the word of God, is given to you for inspiration, divine inspiration, and it's good for instruction. That's what I'm doing up here now using this word to give you some instruction. How big are you? A million times bigger than All right. It also says, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience. I used to be an outlaw. A spiritual outlaw is what I called it. But guess what? Not anymore. God cleaned me up. God cleaned my life up. All right? Then, Pastor, it says that Scripture is for training in righteousness. And, and we, the Bible helps us and train us in righteousness. Religion can't do that. But the Word of God can clean us up in righteousness. That's right. Which simply means learning to live 
in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately. So you live in whose will? God's will. Pastor's will? God's will. Hmm. Your neighbor's will? God's will. Your outlaws, kinlaws, I mean, kinfolks will? God's will. Right. You got to know that. It'll change your life. That's right. Can't come to church year after year after year and be the same person. That makes no sense. That's right. All right. And then it's for behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. That's what you got to have sometime. Integrity and moral courage. And when you have moral courage, you're going to have to get in somebody's face sometimes. That's right. It takes courage to let folks know who you are, what you'll put up with, and what you won't put up with. That's right. You ain't one of these people in there. Well, I don't hurt anybody's feelings because they won't like me. I don't care if anybody likes me. What a, you know what, a, what I've always said? When somebody doesn't like me, what a tragedy for them. That's right. What That's right. a tragedy. You see? Oh, it's, yeah, people say, well, that's arrogant. No, and it's called being bold in the Holy Ghost. That's right. All right, keep going. 17 says, so that the man or woman of God may be complete and proficient. We're trying to be complete and proficient, and nobody can do that but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit within us. That's what I'm dependent on. Mm -hmm. That's why I get on people all the time. Sometimes in churches, we, 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 we want the pastor can't do that. Pastor can't do that. One thing pastor do is give you a word. That's right. You got to do that. that that's mean. That's a. It's, it's a personal relationship with the pastor. No. A personal relationship with the with the praise team. No. A personal relationship with who? God. Okay. Make sure you know that. I'm just saying. All right. Is this a good lesson? All right. And then it says that we'll be outfitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. I'm outfitted and equipped for every good work. God done that for me. Everything else I bought. But God done the real thing. That's right. That's right. And so are you. So are you. Everybody in here has a calling and a purpose for something. You see? I admire those people. What do they call them? Advocate? Is that what they call, what they call them? Yeah, that's what they call them, right? They make a stand for people who can't make a stand for themselves. That's right. That's a calling. It's not for everybody. But if you're called to do that, and you're in here, if you're called to do that, make a stand. That's right. Sometimes you've got to make a stand. Okay? Because you are equipped for every good work. God has equipped you for the work. You see? I worked for Hallmark for years, and a lot of people looked at Hallmark when, when it was Hallmark, it was a company. And then Hockaday came in and made it a corporation, and folks fell apart. Because now when you're a company, you know, it's kind of like a family. But when you're a corporation, you're a number. You see? And folks fell apart because they called themselves Hallmarkers. So when they've done that, folks was upset and they were just about to fall apart. Is that all you are? General Motors is what you compare yourself with, Ford? No. God's got you here for something bigger than that. Are you with me? I wish they wouldn't. You all call me pastor, but I wish everybody would call me coach because that's what I'm good at. A spiritual coach would be good for me. 
That's right. I love that because I'm up here trying to coach you. And a good coach will never be satisfied with who you are That's right. because they want you to make the next level. A young lady that ran for me at Park College won the national championship in the 600-meter indoor. And that's tough. That's of all the United schools. She was the toughest. She won it. And everybody was going crazy but me. I said, you were 200 seconds off of the, the world, I mean, the national record. And people were looking at me. I said, but I'm glad you done what you done. Why did I say that? She was a junior. She had another year. Guess what happened? She came back the next year, broke the record, still there. Been 20 years ago. Because if I'd had her to be satisfied with herself where she was at, she could have never made the next level. That's right. Period. That's right. You don't want to ever be satisfied where you're at. You want to evolve into who God wants you to do and be complete in it. You see? I'm still studying to this day. And my, my hero passed away this week, because I'm a Charles Stanley guy. You see, 90 years old. 90 years old. But he still got his books and his stuff. I still use those. But I use it in a coaching way. Charles Stanley said some things I'm saying there to put him out in the Baptist church. No, he's Southern Baptist. Well, he was Southern Baptist. Y'all don't know what, what that is. Y'all women know what Southern Baptist is? Let me tell you what Southern Baptist is. You can't come up here. That's right. You may be a million times bigger on the inside than on the outside, but you ain't coming up in this pulpit. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the message says it this way. There's nothing like the written word of God for showing you the way to salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. That's what, nothing like it, and I'm going to kind of just move fast with that. Every nothing like the word of God. The word of God will show you. When you have faith in Jesus Christ, and it's in the scriptures. Go ahead. Every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another. I use God's scripture in one way or another. Today, I'm using it so that you can evolve into who God created you to be simply because you're equipped to do it. That's on you, not him. Okay? It shows us truth, exposing our rebellion. Yes. Correcting our mistakes. Yes. Training us to live God's way. And that's why we, that's why we ought to go to church. Training us to live God's way. And one thing that hurts sometimes, I have to say, ouch, you don't want to be me. Ask me why. The scripture says where there's more known, there's much required. If I'd have known that, I probably would have never got ordained. That's right. But guess what? Y'all know this today because you can't lie about it. Because he'll tell you, your pastor tried to tell you right. that I was bigger than your religion. I was bigger than your pastor. I was bigger than your passion. I was bigger than, yes, your ambition. Because your pastor didn't equip you. Your mom and your daddy didn't equip you. God says, I equipped you. That's right. You had courage that failed when you thought what I said didn't work. There ain't nobody that walked here. That's right. Failed. Ever. That's right. All right? Amen. 
Everybody in this book, something happened to them that they had to get over. Amen. Everybody in here had to get over something. Even the mighty Christ himself. All right, here we go. Again, through the word, we're put together and shaped up for the task God has for us. Put together, shaped, shaped up. up for the work that God has. Yes. We used to say that all the time. Guys, don't be cowards in church. We used to look at that, for that one that was put together shaped up. and shaped up. Caused us a whole lot of problems. Women, the women look at men. Women look for the guy that's put together, shaped up, and got messed up. That's right. Should have went for this one. Both of them. NIV says it this way. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking. Now listen, you, if you go to a church and it doesn't, and, and you don't get rebuked, you need to go somewhere else because you cannot preach God's word and not rebuke. That's right. There's some rebuking, Amen. correcting and training in righteousness. Yeah. The Bible corrects us and trains us in righteousness. That's right. You see? Keep going. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Everybody look at me. Every one of you are equipped to do some good work. Yes. Just thoroughly equipped. You're thoroughly equipped to do some good work. Quit blowing your standards because somebody else said about you. You lost your mind. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You see? You understand it? You know, uh, years ago, that's when we was at the other church, we had to, our family leave church because they said, Pastor's too raw. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Right. Just the truth. Thank you. I'm telling you. You are thoroughly, you are here. Let me, let me come down and help y'all. You are equipped to do good work, okay? You know, we have people that clean this building. People cut the grass. And they get confused sometimes. They say, well, I'm doing this for God. When does God need the grass cut? <laughs> when does he need you to vacuum in this? Come on. It's for the body of Christ. That's right. We're, I hear people talk, oh, yeah, I'm healing for the, God don't need no healing. He gave you the gift of healing for what? Some of you have knowledge. That's right. There's knowledge and there's word of knowledge. That means knowledge, some people can write it, but they can't speak it. Does that make sense? Amen. There's, and so some, somebody reads it, mm -hmm. and they can speak it. Yes. So you may have the, a writer. It could be some writers in here. You can write it out, and somebody else can speak it. Mm -hmm. That's a gift. Yes. It's a gift of writing. Yes. Then it's a gift of speaking it. Yes. That's right. Does that make sense? That's right. Somebody has the gift of wisdom from what they've lived, mm -hmm. but then some people have the anointed gift of wisdom mm -hmm. added to it when God's given them. Am I making sense? All of you that? I'm trying to inspire you because I'm getting sick of all this negative stuff on the news. You start believing that stuff. Do you understand? Who are you? Let me tell you, Jesus was powerful. 
You know why he's powerful? He was the son of God. <laughs> Someplace I read in the Bible, those that are saved and the field of the spirits are sons and daughters of God. You got the same power. You got the same power. You see? Uh, now, some of you won't get this. All right? Only, only the ones can get up here. I don't need a savior now. I'm saved. I need the Holy Spirit to work in me and do the works that God has called me to do. I don't need to go to church every Sunday and hear a salvation message. I'm past that now. Now it's time to go to work. Amen. You see, I was, I watched the news. I'm a news person and I didn't know they had like, and I'm going to do this because I had to tape it because I'm getting older. So I probably got a little uh, dementia going on for real. So I had to write. I'm 77 years old. All right. I had to, write, I had to, I had to write things down. And I didn't know that they had a place that you could go and, and give diapers. I had no idea. I saw that on the news and said, do you mean the people who don't have diapers? It just didn't get my brain. Right? Then there's another one on there. They were talking about clothes. And they take those clothes and they give them. I knew that like salvation. No, no, this is a group of people who are working to help other people. And so you know what my spirit said? You got too much. Take care of some stuff, other folks. I gave you too much so you could give it to somebody else, not to keep it for yourself. That's right. You see what I'm saying? You see? All right. And finally, from the Passion, it says, God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture. He's transmitted the substance, his substance in every scripture. You getting it? I don't know how, that, but I know, now, I hope this is a lie. This is what statistics say, that only 25% of the people in church get the message. Mm. Now, I want the people that really got this message say, I got the message, Pastor. I got the message, Pastor. So we got a new rule in here. 99.5. That's right. Go ahead. Amen. It says, for it is God breath. God's breath. Keep going. It will empower you by its instruction and correction. It will do what? Empower you by its instruction and correction. Are you empowered? Yes. You got his instructions. Yes. You can be a little nervous about something, but you ain't you don't fear it. That's right. That's right. You see? That's the difference. You don't fear it. God may call you to do something that's really out there. Come on. You see, I told people, I don't know how they've done it. When these, these people protest, and like, some of these people go someplace like for months, mm -hmm. and they'll stay in them areas for months. Y'all seen them, and they got them tents, and they stay there for months. And, and you know, I can't stand to be dirty. No, no, don't be Amen. laughing. Some of y'all wait, wait where I'm going. Amen. And I got to have, you know, I have to eat right. That's right. Because if I don't eat, my blood sugar will drop down crazy. You see, I'm like, 
because they're committed and they're dedicated and God has equipped him to do some things that some of us ain't done. Instead of criticizing him, we ought to applaud him. Period. You see? Yeah. You see, some of you all love me, don't you? And, uh, but it's the change that God put in my life that made me able to do things that you all see. But I ain't always been this guy. That's right. How old am I? 77. I ain't always been this guy. That's right. You see? But it was the change that he made in my life. Amen. You see? Amen. See, I had to check myself, you know, because this news is crazy. Folks are shooting folks. Shoot a girl that's in the, in the wrong drive, right? right? You shoot a cheerleader because somebody opened your door and went someplace else. You shoot a kid because he's at your, have we lost our minds? But it took me a minute because I went back. The Holy Spirit grabbed and said, you better get, get, well, get up here, get up here. Because some things ought to make you angry, but sin not. You know, when I see those things happen on the news, kids getting shot up in schools and all that stuff, that angers me. And, you know, and, and, in, and, and in my head, y'all don't do it because y'all, you know, I'm the pastor and I speak, but some of y'all are more spiritually evolved than me. All right? So when I see them do that and they shoot the person that's killing them kids, and I'm saying, good, they don't have to waste money for a trial. I don't know if that's bad or if that's good. God's going to have to ask me. Yeah. They don't shut. You got him on video. Kids laying all over. And it angered me. Some things ought to anger you. That's right. And the Bible says you can get angry. It says just don't sin. That's right. That's right. And then it, there's another word that I have to do, because I know y'all probably, I have to repent Amen. of this. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because sometimes I say, I need to be on that jury. Go ahead. That's right. You ain't alone. Pastor. I'm the only one in here? You ain't alone. All right. Come on. Again, Scripture will empower you by its instruction and correction. So Scripture will, will empower you to wash the dirt behind your ears. Clean your ears out. Get the mother parts out. The dirt was there. It will empower you and it will cleanse that up. And you can be free of that dirt. That's what she means by self-care. Starts here. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the only people say amen that know what I'm saying. I still have some dirt that needs to be cleaned up, but thank God for the Word of God. Amen. 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 All right. I'm tired, and, and I, my 30 minutes was about five minutes ago. So here Sorry, we go. We're almost done. And then we're told that it will give you the strength to take the right direction. So it gives me the strength. To take the right direction. Everybody look at me. If it's going to give you the strength to take the right direction, meaning you wanted to go another direction. That's right. You thought about another direction, but the Bible gives you the strength to take the right direction. Right. Maybe I'm the only person in here, but I'm getting ready, uh. And the Bible gives me the strength to say, uh. That's right. That's right, Pastor. That's right. I want to go left, but the Bible gives me the strength to go right. Do you understand? 
And I don't care how old you are, there ought to be, there'll be some times when you want to go left. That's right. And you need the Holy Ghost. Now, now y'all need the Holy Ghost to go, to go right. And I tell Sister Gwen, I need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost to help me because I ain't really feeling it. That's right. And they come and they take me right. All right. And then we're told that it will lead you deeper into the path of godliness. And it lead me deeper. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of go to the dentist. You need a deep cleaning. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Sometimes you need a deeper cleaning. That's right. And you could be in here today. I'm serious about what I'm doing. Yes. You might want to ask God to give you a deeper cleaning. That's right. Wash away some of that stuff that's holding you back. It's holding you back. Yeah. The dirt that maybe you grew up as a child, mm -hmm. what your parents said about you, mm -hmm. an ex-husband, ex-wife, family members, friends, people on your job. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. You have to ask God, I need a deeper cleaning. I hear what pastor's saying, but I'm hurting. It's pretty deep, Lord. Mm -hmm. My mind can't get deep enough to forgive my mother and my father. Mm. My mind can't deep, get deep enough and my heart deep enough to forgive my molester. I need you, Lord, to pour, to cleanse me up out of the deep dirt that's in my life that's holding me back. And then pour your spirit of love in my heart. But I got to get cleaned up first from all that other stuff. I need that deep cleaning. And then I can allow the Holy Spirit to put in my heart. All right, amen. Yeah. amen. All right. And then we're told that we will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared. Now I can serve God. I can be pastor fields. Mm -hmm. You know, people never, you know, you know you, you've arrived in the street when they call you by your first and last name. They used to call me Johnny Fields. Well, I had arrived. But he cleans all that up. My daughter said something. She don't mind me saying this. Because she, she was not like Isaac. She was a little, she was a little hellion. Yeah. And she, we, when she went to St. Teresa's Academy, she used her middle name, Lynette. Her name was Marco Lynette. That was her middle name, Lynette. And so she was joking. She was out in the plaza with her husband and, her, and the baby. And somebody said, hey, Lynette. And she said she just kept right on going. That's right. You understand? That's to clean us up. That's right. I want you to clean up. Mama Deborah is telling us self-care starts to clean yourself up. That's right. You got to use the right detergent. Yes. You allow to get God get into the hidden places. Yes. And sometimes you'll bathe yourself with tears. Mm -hmm. But the tears are in. And then you'll feel fresh. Yes. And you'll love life. Right. That God wants for you and prepare for That's you. That's right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. And then the scripture says that we'll be prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Then you're prepared to fulfill 
any assignment God's given you. You're, are you saved? Amen. You got an assignment. You can't be saved and not have an assignment. That's right. Some people don't have assignment because they ain't been saved for nothing. But when you're saved, you got an assignment. Did you learn something? Yeah.